from Portland, it's the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. This week, it's our 2020 year in weather. The team breaks down the good, the bad, and the ugly of this crazy year. Now here they are, Ryan McMillan, Mark Nelson, Jeff Forgeron, and Ann Campolongo. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. This is episode 13, and it is our final episode of 2020. Guys, thank God the year is over. <laughs> I'm meteorologist Brian <laughs> McMillan. Uh, I got meteorologist Jeff Fordron. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Brian. Meteorologist Mark Nelson. Hey, Mark. Hey, Brian. How you doing? And meteorologist Ann Campolongo. Hey, Ann. Hi, BMAC. All right. So we're all coming to you from different uh, different spots right now, which is why maybe the audio sounds a little different. But this is what we've been doing all year because we're still staying safe. We didn't know how long this was going to go. And look at it, guys. We're, we're at the end of December now, and we're still going through all this. But hopefully... <laughs> 2021 is going to be uh, shaping up a little bit better. We also have one other weather person. We have Drew Reeves, who's working with Mark in the Weather Center right now. Mark's going to step away here, back off from the microphone so they can keep their distance. But want to introduce Drew. Drew, how are you? I'm good. How are you? How is it working with Mark? You know, it's been really rough the past couple of days. I'm about to quit, <laughs> but uh, it's good. <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. And, and you, we all know what he's talking yeah. about. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We do. <laughs> Drew, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, where are you from? Where's home? And uh, where'd you go to school? Where have you worked? All that good stuff. Uh, well, home is actually here. So I grew up in Wilsonville, um, and that's where I live again. Um, but when I graduated high school in 2009, I moved to Spokane, and I went to Gonzaga. Um, and that was also where I got my first job. So I worked at uh, KXLY. It's the ABC affiliate up in Spokane, Washington. Um, and I worked there for almost seven years. Um, That's a long time. Yeah, it was a really long time. So I lived in I lived in Spokane for about ten years with school and working, uh, and went through a few jobs. And then my last position at that station was uh, I was the reporter and the weekend weather anchor. All right, awesome. And now uh, you're you're helping us out. Like you'll see Drew on here and there, and. Hopefully a little bit more here in 2021 in the Weather Center as well. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Great having Drew's help. Uh, let's talk about 2020. I, we got a big year review here. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, how that year has impacted us personally, professionally, also uh, weather-wise, of course, as well. So let's get into your 2020 year in review. And now, it was the year that felt like a decade. It's time for the Fox 12 Weather Year in Review. Well, Brian, what a year, huh? I mean, if we just talk about weather, it wasn't what a year, right? It, not that much happened, right? Right. Okay, so I would call uh, 2020 an uneventful weather year. Unlike everything else in our lives, it was eventful. Uh, if you just take the average temp here in Portland, it was the, uh, what, seventh warmest of eighty last 80 years of records. Salem was similar. Uh, Redmond, over in Central Oregon, was the warmest in 21 years. Um, if you want to talk about rain, we've got um, a pretty relatively dry year, not like droughtish, well, kind of on the edge of drought, I suppose, but uh, we've had three years now with less than 32 inches of rain, so it's been kind of dry. Average for Portland is, what, 36 to 37 About 36, inches, right? 37. Yeah. yeah, but we had some real wet years just before that, so, you know, that's how you get the average. Over lo the long term, we haven't seen, like, a big up or down swing on precip. 
at least here in Portland. All right, so here a few more uh, little uh, kind of obscure weather facts. We didn't have any days where it stayed in the 30s or colder. So every day was at least 40 degrees the whole year. Um, and that was the first time we've done that in 19 years. How about that? Wow. You like how I just pulled that out of nowhere? Um, and then another one we had, wait for it, how much snow? One half inch. Yeah. <laughs> that when was, was When was that? Uh, I don't even remember that. <clears throat> It was when COVID was starting, and the news people didn't even care because uh, we were too busy with COVID. It was March 14th, I think. I think oh, that that's was the right, day. real late. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, it was our eighth consecutive warmer, hot summer. It wasn't hot last summer. It was just warmer than average. We had a pretty typical number of 90-degree days. And, of course, we all remember the east windstorm on Labor Day, which I would, I would argue that, um, you know, that's what started, got the fires going. And uh, I would argue that if we wouldn't have had the fires – that event would have been kind of pretty interesting to meteorologists because it was pretty extreme easterly wind for that time of the year, but it didn't do that much, you know, real damage. So uh, people would have said, oh, yeah, remember that windy Labor Day? And there wouldn't have been much other thought about it beyond that time except for the meteorologists. So those are my weather recollections of the year. That's it. So let's talk a little bit about uh, what, what stands out weather-wise to the rest of us here. Jeff, why don't you start? I've got a kind of an extensive list. I'll try to go through it quickly. I, I don't know. Weather as many of you know, excites me a lot. So little things I just, I don't know, I catch on to. Okay, so let's start off uh, with some of the dustings of snow that we experienced. I lived up in the West Hills for part of this year. Uh, So January 14th, February 3rd, and then as Mark mentioned, uh, March 14th, we had dustings up in the higher elevations. So that was pretty exciting. Uh, My dog hated it for the record. Um, Then uh, a Another uh, event that happened on March 9th, we had the super worm moon. So uh, we caught Ooh. the full moon rising, uh, and that was a clear morning, so or a clear night, rather. So that was pretty exciting as well. Actually, it was a morning, I believe. Anyways, the cherry blossoms were fantastic on March 10th. Um, so we had blue skies over the, the city that day, so that was pretty cool. J- uh, June 14th, we had the Damascus tornado. It was an EF0 uh, it was a very weak tornado, but it was pretty picturesque. We had a really cool viewer video come in, and it looked much more impressive than it actually was. Um, on June 18th and June 23rd, we caught two noctilucent cloud events over uh, northwest Oregon and southwest Washington. Oh, yes. Absolutely right. spectacular. We actually caught them on time lapses, which are saved, and we'll be able to re-show that uh, to our viewers. Uh, noctilucent clouds are impressive because they're 45 to 55 miles up in the atmosphere. Uh, they're the highest clouds that we can observe with the human eye. Uh, September 1st, we had the full corn moon, which rose over Mount Hood, uh, and I was invited by uh, our photojournalist Mike Heinrich out to Washougal to watch that over the Columbia River and Mount Hood. That was spectacular. Um, we had a really impressive Kelvin Helmholtz wave cloud event, October 29th, the morning that of October 29th. That was pretty 29th. spectacular. That was pretty neat. Yeah. Um, those are, they look like waves in the sky. Um, they're related to the wind shear and the turbulence. That was an excellent uh, view. Um, and then Ann and I uh, had an event on December 2nd and 3rd. We got to cover the wind at Crown Point. She'll probably elaborate a little bit more oh, on yeah. that. Uh, that was pretty fun. And then I also had the opportunity to cover the impressive snow on Mount Hood on November 13th at Timberline. 
And then um, recently we had our coldest morning. That was on January or uh, December 29th. It was 27 at PDX, 24 in Salem, and burns dropped to negative two degrees with freezing fog. So that was a really, really cold morning out in central Oregon. And then um, a couple of uh, highlights that were not as exciting. Um, wrecked my ankle uh, on February 15th, and I couldn't walk through the studio. Brian, thanks for covering me one day. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, I get getting that phone call there pretty – well, it was, uh, maybe it was the day before. But, yeah, yeah. So Jeff is – and our boss said Jeff is really hurt bad. And I was thinking, oh, no. <laughs> no. What? What? <laughs> That's and I was thinking, uh, like, how bad are we talking here? And uh, <laughs> thankfully, oh, it, it was your ankle, and, and, and you know, it could have been much, much worse. At least that's how it played out in my head. So I'm, I'm glad it was just that. And how is it feeling now? Uh, it's still not to where it should be. I just got to say this 30-year-old men should not be going for um, block shots in basketball. We should be taking it a little bit softer. So uh, <laughs> I won't right. be approaching people like that anymore. Um, and then a couple other minor things. I had to cancel my wedding in July, which was kind of a bummer. Oh, that, was uh, a, that was a low part of this year. And then, as Mark mentioned, the fires, the Labor Day windstorm, uh, uh, September 7th, and then those fires took off the 8th, and then by between the 8th and the 9th of September, all of the smoke was billowing into the Willamette Valley, and we went about eight to nine days with just an air quality crisis out here on top of the mega fires that were burning. And then one more side note, it doesn't affect us, but hurricane season was record-setting in the Atlantic, and yeah, between right. August 26th and 27th, uh, a very strong Category 4 hurricane, Laura, made landfall in Louisiana, 150-mile-per-hour sustained winds. Strongest hurricane to make landfall in Louisiana since 1856. There were 30 named storms in the Atlantic this year. That over doubles the normal amount. 12 named storms made landfall in the U.S., and five of those made landfall in Louisiana. So that was my highlight of 2020. Pretty, pretty wild uh, that we went all the way into the Greek alphabet. And uh, we got like halfway through the Greek alphabet too with this year's uh, name storms out there in the Atlantic. Yep. Wow, I thought I had a big list, but I know um, Jeff. Jeff you, took... Wow, that's pretty impressive, Jeff. Jeff, hey, you thanks. are a weather geek. Uh, that's good. I, I, I appreciate really that, good. Mark. Thank you. Jeff is like the guy who did uh, like does a really really good presentation at in class, and then you have yes. to follow him. So uh, <laughs> good luck, Anne. Yeah, is that me? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> All right, so Anne, you're up. Uh, what, I'm like what's the to... person that didn't do my homework, and I have to follow. <laughs> you know what? Anne is on vacation, so I think she gets a little bit of a break. You know what I mean? Totally. I mean, even if you're just sitting there in your apartment. I mean, I'm not saying that's what she's doing, but you know, if, you know, it's like you're not really mentally in work mode. So right. Anything right off the top of your head, like pop up, like. Well, yeah, Jeff brought up some good points. I was gonna say after he brought up the clouds, noctilucent clouds. Of course, you caught that in the morning, Jeff, but we got to use the time lapse in the evening, and, and that <laughs> was right. pretty pretty impressive. I remember the year before, I think we got some viewer photos in of some of those clouds, of the noctilucent clouds, not in Portland, but out in the eastern Oregon, and I remember mm. Uh, mm. working with Mark, and we were talking about them. But, yeah, I would say that was pretty impressive. Um, definitely the wind out in the gorge when uh, I went out to Crown Point, which, with, which was just within this last month. That was pretty cool. Uh, being out there in 70, 75 mile per hour wind gusts. Your hair was uh, that cool. That was pretty fun. Yeah, that was unique. And then I would just say, usually the highlight of my year is just the heat in the summertime. I really love triple digit heat and whatnot. So 
we hit, you know, 100 degrees. I believe it was in July. But don't quote me on that. Um, I think I was looking that up. Yeah, in July. And we had some upper 90s uh, in August as well. But you like that? For the most part. Yeah, I love that. I think that's cool. Huh. Because I've never <laughs> lived in a place that's had such Oh, warm that makes heat. sense. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I started liking it in Medford. That's really what got me on to summer dry heat. And uh, yeah, so I like that. So I think summer, summertime is always my thing. And I'd say the low points would only be when we bust a forecast, which I feel like has, has happened recently within the last two months. I've woken up and I've been like, oh, bummer, like the clouds hung around a little too long or whatnot. You know, the typical things that bust our forecast here in Portland. But which reminds I think, me, yeah, the, you know, Anne, you I don't say? mean to bust into that, but uh, which reminds Go me, I should it. do a public retraction um, because <laughs> Jeff knows where I'm headed with this. Because yesterday I put out the note, we put out a note to the newsroom every day and say, hey, um, this is, you know, it was like this today. And it actually goes on our Facebook page as well. And um, we, we, we say, oh, so it looks like this is coming up tomorrow. It's kind of, you know, what's going on with the weather. And I said yesterday when we expected some morning fog and then a few thin high clouds in the afternoon. So in yesterday's note, I said, yeah, today was a bit of a forecast bus <laughs> because it was totally cloudy after the fog, you know, whatever. And so Jeff being, I mean, God bless him. He sends me a nice little email this morning that says, actually, I lowered the height of 41 and put all cloud cover in. So basically, oh. I threw everybody, the entire team, under the bus saying that we sucked. And Jeff, awesome. he was driving the bus and was pulling us <laughs> out of the ground, was keeping us moving. So I feel kind of badly. So I want to apologize publicly to Jeff um, that uh, I, need, I need to make sure I, I look at what he said in the morning when he had to correct my forecast. That's funny. Mark, I appreciate that, but not all of us wake up at 2 a.m., so you're all good. Okay, yeah, because I didn't notice till about 10 a.m. when I woke up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good stuff, Ann. Did go. you uh, do you feel like that uh, personally that you had some good things and bad things as well? Oh, sure. I would say one of the good things was one of my really good friends from Medford got married in the summer, and. Uh, she did it safely enough where it was outdoors and I was one of her bridesmaids and I got to go. So that's fantastic. I did, yeah. That was probably one of the highlights and probably one of the last big things I did uh, since the pandemic really was in full swing. And anything, anything bad personally? Oh, <laughs> you want me to talk about my low, my lowest of low days? Um, <laughs> Tell us all about it, please. All the details. That could be a whole other podcast on its own. You can lay down on another the couch episode. if you'd like. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you guys can be my therapist. Um, I don't know. I guess I would say just from, from being far away from family, I feel like that was a little bit harder this yeah. year kind of deal. Definitely. And yeah. not driving distance. I think so. that's been tough on everybody, especially for the holidays and stuff, too. I know uh, we had to yeah. cancel on my folks. Uh, we had to cancel on them for Thanksgiving as well. Just uh, hoping to keep everybody safe so we can do it all again next year. Right. I guess it's my turn now, isn't it? Yes. So so, so <laughs> I'm going to go with two different things here because they're the, the two things that, uh, that are most memorable to me. Ann and I worked uh, together, I think, during at least two of the three tornadoes because uh, all of them happened uh, during my shift um, in the afternoon. Mark, does that sound right? Because I think I was here <laughs> for, for some reason, Helens. whenever you're on vacation mm. or whenever you're you know, off for a day or something like that, we get a tornado. I was here for the St. Helens one. 
Because okay. I remember making a bunch of graphics for that one. And all right. The video I, was, I, I, was, I was working for all three of them this year. Those are always really exciting for me because I feel like, uh, you know, news gets all like, all jazzed about it. Whenever we get a tornado, you know, we, we send the crews out and we got to cover it. And we've, we've done it enough now here uh, where we get, you know, two to three maybe a year to, to where we know how to cover it. And usually they're not, you know, devastating. I mean, all these this year, what, were EF zeros? And people in the Midwest would laugh at us. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that that was very memorable. We had the Manzanita one uh, that was early on in the year. And then we had uh, the Damascus one, which was actually in the early summer. And then St. Helens one just, uh, was that, a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, the St. Helens, that was uh, that was either October or early November, right? I think it was. But yeah. um, but that one that was one of the better video, pre, uh, one of the better um, uh, video, I guess would be the correct phrase. Uh, the clips we got from that one looked like a nice tornado. A lot of times we can't tell. And that one was really nice from several different angles. Yeah, good stuff yeah. there. Really good stuff. My, my second thing was covering the wildfires. I actually got to go out and cover uh, the the uh, homes that were destroyed and all that i've never seen anything like that here in my whole holden news career i mean it's just amazing the devastation and how fast those homes burned uh and how uh, some homes were left standing others were just totally mm. destroyed in the same neighborhood so crazy stuff mm-hmm. mark you said you uh you you had a little a little tidbit here that oh, you wanted got, to share got, you know this whole podcast is full of tidbits is it not um, and today's is today, December 30th, is the Portland's uh, coldest day ever recorded. All right. So um, you have the coldest high temperature, not the low temperature. What do you guys think it is? Or do you already know? Coldest 43. Day. No, the coldest day. Um, 40. No. Are you talking about when you take the high and the low <laughs> and you average it out? I'm sorry. I confused. I messed up the whole. All that buildup just led to nothing. Wow. I'm sorry. The coldest high temperature ever recorded in Portland. Oh. Ever. Any guesses? Uh, 21. Anyone else? 24. 17. Ooh, Jeff is the winner. 14. Oh. Uh, we had a 14 big Arctic blast came in the last few days of December 68. Anybody over 55 remembers this. I, I just missed it. But, um, in fact, I was, uh, well, I was going to say conceived, but no, I would have been a, a, a um, I wasn't born yet. Um, again, going off the rails here. I was born in May the following spring, but my mom remembers a really cold winter uh, leading up to me uh, being born. But anyway, uh, yeah, 14, December 1968, December 30th. Uh, we were extremely close to the big Arctic blast of February of 89. And February 2nd, we had a high of 15. East wind gusted to 60 that day in Portland. You think that was cold? And then um, the next coldest is 16 We in late January of 1950. Uh, Salem, the same day, by the way, hit 16. Oh, but it gets better. Pendleton, same day, minus 7 was the high. Oh, my Whoa. goodness Redmond, gracious. Minus 3 in Redmond was the high. Wow. So some spots in eastern Oregon not above zero, which is almost wow. unheard of. Happens like once every 30, 40 years. Wild. Amazing. Cold stuff. Hey, so uh, you know what, guys? Uh, the cold weather talk is great, but it is uh, approaching the 4 o'clock show. Uh, a lot of people don't know, but we have to wear makeup on TV, and I've got to go put makeup on. Wayne Garcia is there in the distance getting ready for the big four o'clock. He says hi to everybody, and I have to go, so I want you guys. Is that a fire alarm? Is there a fire oh, alarm so- going off? S- sorry. <laughs> it's my house. It, I- and, and, t- and take the pizza out of the oven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it stopped. I was hoping you couldn't hear it. <laughs> My bad. It's our oven. I, I got to get you real quick. My uh, my personal things here this year. The good thing, uh, yes. I wanted to make sure I had a new COVID skill 
here uh, during this time. So I learned how to make a whole bunch of mixed drinks, and that was really fun. Uh, really? Adult beverages, yes. So I can make a really good, good old-fashioned now. I'm very excited about Ooh. that. So never really been into that stuff, but now I guess I am. Uh, so that, <laughs> that's the not good for me thing. And then the good for me thing is I've really gotten into exercising a lot more because I wanted to like channel all this anxiety from 2020 mm-hmm. and COVID and all that stuff into something positive. I've always hated running. I've, I like chasing a ball like soccer or basketball, but I don't like just running and I had to learn how to like it this year. So that was good. And uh, hey, fa- family time, watching the kids be buddies. That was all good too. Aww. Yeah, Jeff? Brian, um, I know I struggle with running too. I, I am trying to be a better runner. And I know, Ann, you've been running as well. I, I hear I you have. mention that from time to time. Brian, what's for our viewers, what's like the one thing that helped you become like a better runner getting over that that, I don't know, that mental block where you're just, like, struggling, like, halfway through. I just find it super boring, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> uh, and so I just uh, – I set little goals for myself, and I said, I'm going to do this every single day. And so if I'm going to go one mile, and if I'm feeling good, I'm going to go more than that. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm saying, ah, I'm not feeling all that great today, then I'll end it at a mile. But I wanted to do at least a mile every day at first to kind of really get me into it. And now I realize, well, Hey, it feels kind of good when you get the exercise in. How about that? The doctors are right. (laughs) So do you listen to music or is it podcasts? Do you listen to anything? Yeah. I, I listen to podcasts because, uh, I need something else to focus on while I'm doing it. Cause for me it is, I don't know why I just find it really super boring. So I, I wanted to listen, want to listen to something that can entertain me a little bit. No, yeah. and that's really healthy. And that's, I, I'm glad you could pass that on to our viewers and any other tips for running. Oh gosh, no. And I used to be where I had to run with um, music, but recently I've been trying since it's gotten colder, I've had to wear like a head wrap. So I haven't been wearing my headphones and um, I've gotten to the point where I can like do a good run, like, I don't know, two to three miles without music, which is pretty impressive for me because I've always had to have music or I would get bored or I would just not be able to continue on. So gotcha. that's kind of cool. But uh, no, I think, yeah, what Brian said, just keep going at it day after day and you'll finally get into your groove. Excellent. It's all about consistency. And I knew that going yeah. into it. I was like, okay, I have to do this for like a good month and a half to make it a habit. Isn't that what they say? Like four, yeah. 40 days and then it becomes Something a like habit? That. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some of the bad things are obviously the fires that we had here in Oregon. The yeah. the, the riots. I had to cover one of the, the crazy early on riots, and that was – I remember that. That was pr- that pretty was wild. Bad. Yeah, we, we didn't really know what to expect going down there that day, and that was something else. Um uh, again, another thing. I've never seen anything like it uh, here covering just anything in Portland. And the first three months when we didn't know what was going to happen, we didn't know how bad this thing was. And having, you know, having the kids at home while I was trying to work, while my wife was trying to work as well, that was super, super hard. So mm. I feel all your parents out there who are still dealing with that and still trying to get your kids engaged with school and everything uh you know we're all dealing with it in some some way shape or form so i i know everybody's had their struggles here in 2020 but hopefully there was some good things for all of you as well and before we end this i just want to give a shout out to all the parents and the teachers that have been doing things way differently and all of our healthcare workers and 
everybody that's like working in public are the grocery store workers, everybody that's bagging groceries and working at the cashier uh, station and things like that. Um, we appreciate everything that you're doing, putting your your health on the line, uh, getting us through this pandemic. Um, big shout out to all of you. Absolutely. Well said, Jeff. Guys, thanks so much. And, uh, you know, a happy new year to all of you. And let's make 2021 our best year yet. How about that? Take care, you guys. Be safe. And we'll see you next year. Do you have a weather question? Call 503-548-6484 and leave a message. It could be featured on a future episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Fox 12 Weather Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Head to kptv.com for the latest forecast and weather information for your area. 